Welcome to the Knights Podcast. My name is Leah Thompson. As a graduate of Cary Christian School, it's my honor to get to introduce you to our phenomenal group of teachers. On this week's episode, I have the privilege of introducing you to Beth Latigue. Beth teaches fourth grade, and today she's going to talk about the novel Prince Caspian by C.S. Lewis. This is a novel that is near and dear to, I think, several of our hearts, and so I'm really excited to get to dive in to this conversation with her as she talks through what it looks like to share deep truth with fourth graders through story. And so I hope you enjoy it, and please join me in welcoming her. Beth, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I am so excited to get to just have a conversation with you about what y'all are studying in literature, specifically yeah. Prince Caspian and um, just the beautiful deep truths that you get to talk about with fourth graders. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so my first question, Beth, for you is just why why are we studying Prince Caspian? Obviously, a lot of us have heard of the Chronicles of Narnia. We know that story, but why specifically Prince Caspian? Yeah, well, I think first, I mean, we spend several weeks even just kind of exploring that question for why it's worthwhile. But I think first and foremost, it's it's a great and well-written story. Mm. And story is such a great way of having students be able to see and understand and even emotionally connect with things that are true. Mm. Um, For example, when the prophet Nathaniel comes to King David and he needs to communicate something crucial to him, he doesn't go right at it. He first tells him a story. And once King David has heard about this story and he's emotionally invested in this story, that's when Nathaniel says, you are you are the man and tells him the truth that he needs to hear and then David's able to hear it and receive it and so Caspian is a book that is able for them to see and experience so many beautiful things and they can see it because they've emotionally invested in the characters Mm -hmm. they um, love and respect them and they've known them over the course of two books at Mm -hmm. this point so they're like old friends yeah yeah I love that what are some of those deep truths that you guys get to engage with in the context of these characters in this story yeah so um, the novel Prince Caspian is interesting in the timeline in that um, it comes after the line the witch in the wardrobe so mm-hmm. um, Aslan has already come the stone table has already been turned and the curse of Narnia being always winter and never Christmas has been broken. Hmm. Um, but the children have come back and they're learning that even though that curse has already been broken, there is still so much turmoil hmm. that's going on and things are still not right. And Aslan has to come back because at every time he comes, chaos can't reign. Mm. And so they're in this in-between time of he 
has already been here and set things mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But chaos is still reigning and he's got to come back and mm. reinstate order and reinstate the right ruler. Mm. Um, and all the while, he's never lost true dominion over Narnia. But there are other um, actors and players that are kind of vying for, for power and authority. And so the kids um, in the book, um, the siblings have to partner with the old Narnians mm-hmm. and they have to learn what it looks like to persevere and be faithful and act in accordance with Aslan's will for Narnia, mm. even when he's seemingly absent. Yeah. What does a conversation look like when you're obviously taking that story and connecting it to what is true about yeah. our reality and where we are? What does that look like in the classroom? Yeah. So they they have a pretty good grasp of Advent mm-hmm. and the first Advent, Christ has come and mm-hmm. he has, um, he's now seated at the right hand of the Father and we're awaiting yeah. his second Advent. Mm-hmm. And so we look back and we remember, but we also have to look forward with expectation and we have to know how to live in the tension of the already and not yet yeah. time period. Yeah. So in that sense, they're able to understand that time frame of Prince Caspian and this mm-hmm. novel um, and able to better kind of make connections with what the implications would be for their own lives and their own hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that too, because it gives them truly a context of this is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is where the church is yeah. right now yeah. in this already, not yet, like Christ has come, yeah. but there is st- still turmoil. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to give them that tangible picture of this is where, yeah, this is where we are. So as you guys are diving into this story, is there, are there specific characters in the novel that the students relate to um, more so or see themselves in? Yeah. Um, I think, too, one of the great things about studying the novel Prince Caspian right after The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is that so many of them are able to identify and resonate with Edmund. Hmm. Um, Edmund had a very different story in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe um, and has had a massive redemption. Mm -hmm. And we can see him in... Prince Caspian is now he's he's um, he's Edmund the Constant. He mm-hmm. he has um, understood what it's like to fall, mm-hmm. and he's understood what it means to be restored, mm-hmm. and the power that Aslan has to redeem. And so um, they really he's a great character that they've been able to follow the arc of. Um, I think many of them resonate well with Lucy and I think Lewis is genius in the way that mm. he primes them to love her because mm. she's lovely yeah. and um, 
when Susan and Peter are less reticent to believe that mm-hmm. Aslan is still walking among them, mm-hmm. Lucy's heart um, doesn't doubt it for a second, yeah. and they love that about mm-hmm. her. And her so child, the, her childlike her childlikeness, yeah. right? And so Lewis has really gone ahead and set up these children to see Susan and Peter's response in doubt and skepticism mm-hmm. as illogical Hmm. and sets them up to really embrace Lucy's faith and her belief as the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. And just thinking about his life too and how he coming from being an atheist to then reading George MacDonald and realizing, oh, this is actually, this is the true myth. This is what makes sense. And Mm -hmm. so I love that. And I love that you get to make those connections with the kids and, um, that's that's just beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. So thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. For, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Beth. I really loved hearing how this story, Prince Caspian, can communicate the deep truths of this state that we're in and the already and not yet. I'm so thankful that Beth was able to come on and share with us a little bit about just her love for the story and her love for these characters. And I hope that if you haven't read Prince Caspian, or any of the Chronicles of Narnia that you will go and do that immediately because these novels provide a beautiful avenue to communicate deep truth to your children through compelling story. As you know, our prayer on our campus is that with every conversation, our students would be more equipped to flourish in the modern world by finding their identity in Christ. I hope you'll join us again next week.